everybody, I am Wyatt, joined by Alex this week. This is Cinema Trip Reviews, and we are going to be talking about The Last of Us, episodes two and three. Uh, we are going to be going on kind of a bi-weekly schedule, uh, if you haven't seen our posts on Twitter, pretty much just because that way we have a movie review in between each week, so we're not just bombarding you with TV episodes of a show that maybe some of you don't watch. So <laughs> we want to have some a variety of different content out there. So we wanted to bring you a couple episodes each week, and then that way the finale will be its own separate episode will be its own individual episode we'll be able to kind of break down the whole season as well uh, but today we're going to be talking about two pretty strong episodes i would say uh coming off of that first one which we really enjoyed if you haven't seen our episode one review definitely go back and rewatch that one uh first episode we're gonna be talking about is episode two which is entitled infected uh and it opens up with a pretty jarring scene man like it was pretty heavy uh, heavier than i expected with that old lady getting pulled out of her her little nice lunch she was having yes this, this woman's just trying to have a nice lunch these people are interrupting yeah and it was like the military and everything i forget exactly where it was it was in it's, you know some foreign country um but i guess she was like a professor at some like university she studied like fungus and you know that kind of thing you know i, I don't know the the technical term for it they they say it a bunch of different times it's just something that's never on my mind doesn't stick (laughs) yeah exactly so i mean she studies that she's a professional and that sort of thing so they they bring her in and they have her look at the slide and she's like there's no way this could come from like a person there's no way this could happen and that kind of goes back to what you saw in the beginning of the very first episode with that old old time talk show they were talking about like if temperatures rise and the they're, you know, it's global warming the infections and fungus can actually grow within the human body where normally it wouldn't be able to to actually survive so she Which, didn't believe it at first how does that make sense though like the human body is pretty hot already you know like are they saying that because temperatures are growing in the world that the human body's also growing everybody like you, you would just be hotter i guess i don't know you would get a fever eventually i mean i get uh, it to like that it would survive in the world yeah but not like in the human host it seems like it should always survive in us but yeah nitpicking. and i mean you you don't really don't know what causes it until the no. third episode which we'll get to where they actually kind of give you an explanation about maybe what happened they take her in and she actually examines that dead body which is pretty gnarly when she like cuts the like, the leg the bite open and it's like all that white like it looks like messing like, with it yeah it looks like cotton or foam or just like that kind of stuff just mold uh well, she and, puts her hands in his mouth i was oh, like oh yeah. don't do it even that was it. like Ugh, no and it's like and it was still moving like those hairs and stuff mm-hmm. she pulled out and then you could see it like even more growing out of its mouth so like even though the body was dead the mold is still moving and growing which is it's all oh, so nasty yeah but yeah they sit her down and are like well what do you think we should do because they're like it started with like a woman being bit and then she went to work and then a couple hours later or whatever she just started you know, flying off the handle convulsing. yeah convulsing biting people attacking people and uh i mean they said like 13 or 14 employees are missing now and then they don't even know who initially bit her. So they, and they had to exterminate like most of those people. So, and then they asked her what her professional opinion was. And she was like, there's no cure for this. There's no way you're going to be able to do this. There's no vaccine. There's nothing to prevent this. And man, it, it hits hard when she says bomb, yeah. bro. Like, bomb it. I was, like, it's just, it just sends a, a sense of dread through you. And I was like, oh, man. The thing that really got me, she's like, I'd, I'd like to go home. Yeah. I, I, she's like, just can somebody take me? Like, she knows. She's like, we're fucked. Even we're before so she fucked. even says bomb, like, when she's sitting there holding her tea, you could, you could hear her, like, cup shaking against her, like, a yeah. little saucer. But, yeah, she's like, I, want to, I would like to go home and spend time with my family. But, like, even for her to say just, like, bomb it, like, just wipe everybody out. Don't let anybody know. Just bomb it like you know how serious that is it's wild man it's an effective opening i i would oh, say sure. out of all the openings so far even the third episode which i know we're going to get into um it's my it's my favorite cold open um, yeah i like it yeah. yeah i mean the third one i was surprised that one didn't even have a cold open it just went straight yeah, into the credits that one just went straight in yeah yeah um i mean there really isn't too much i would say that happens in the second one the second episode i mean you have that opening scene uh, you you get to spend some more time with Tess, Joel, and Ellie. Joel and El, uh, Tess don't trust Ellie still because um, 
because they, she, they know about her and what's going yeah. on. So they're kind of keeping their distance. Even when she's sleeping, they're like holding their guns and watching her still. And like whenever she says she has to go to the bathroom, they're like, there's nothing bad in here, is there? And he's like, only you. And she's like, ah, you. very funny. <laughs> it, it cements, though, uh, this girl is doing st- still a fantastic job at Ellie. Oh, yeah. She's great in it. And I, I mean, Pedro Pascal plays a great Joel in it. And he's stealing the show so far. Yeah. And he's just still just not trusting her at all. Like, I mean, yeah. Tess, she's a little bit more like friendly. She's a little bit more open about it. But yeah, Joel's just nope. Uh, and I just love how Ellie's just consistently like, just always trying to get a gun from them. She's like, oh, I yeah, mean, this I is where that gag hand. starts. She's like, I got a, I have a gun. No, <laughs> no. Oh, come on. I have a free hand. Good for you. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, and it, it keeps going. I, I wonder if they'll keep doing. I mean, eventually she's got to get a gun at least. Well, I mean, in the in the third episode. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but I mean, eventually he's got to give her. Oh, one, yeah. She's going to give her one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you get to kind of spend some time with it. This is where you, how you really get to see the world, how it is. I mean, this is what you would normally see in the games when you're just walking around, but like a couple of the shots, like you see, I, I think it was like a cafe, but it's just nothing but like moss and just yeah. grow overgrown over the tables. And it just looks just like the game. It looks fantastic. All the buildings just kind of toppled over and all like overgrown with weeds and stuff. I love how, a- how it's designed. Oh, I, and I know it's a lot of it's that like blue screen technology they're using for like Mandalorian yeah. and stuff. But oh my god, dude, it looks so fucking good. It does. I'm like sometimes I'm so fooled to be like, what is? I know there's real things in the scene. Like I know sometimes like the car is real or like whatever mm-hmm. they're walking over is real. But like sometimes I have a hard time telling where the real ends. You know, sometimes it's easier. You're like, okay, that's that's the green screen or the blue screen yeah. or whatever it is. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it looks really real. Yeah. And I mean, just you get to see a couple different spots from the game. Like whenever Uh, they're going through like the water. I love that interaction where she's like, "Uh, I don't know how to swim. And he's like, what are you talking about? He like just jumps down off the step and it's like barely up to his knees. She's like, no pools. He's like, how was I supposed to know that? (laughs) No, which is almost direct. I mean, that whole hotel is almost directly from the game. This this whole episode, there are shot upon shot upon scene that are directly ripped from the game, yeah. which I love. I mean, as the gamer that and played it, I love. Specifically with the hotel, like when they're walking, they're wading through the water when she goes up and she's just like kind of role playing there. She's yeah. like, oh, what can I get you? To, where are you staying today, sir? Or whatever. That's the shit that you would hear in the game. Like when you're just kind of looting, looking around as Joel. Ellie's just talking to you, like doing some random shit. That's exactly like what would happen in the game. And it's it's great. I love how they're just it's it's like a perfect copy. It's the genuine moments that makes you fall in love with the relationship of Joel and Ellie. Exactly. Uh, we're still we're still in the earliness of it. We're and there I'm not arguing about being slow because you're already in the game probably three or four hours into the game. Yeah, exactly. We're only two, <laughs> we're only two hours into the yeah. uh, the show. So I think it's moving at a correct pace. Um it's great so far. I love the quip. Uh, we missed it earlier. I love when they're talking and they're walking on the highway and they're talking about, she's like, is there ones that sound like bats? And they're like, and they kind of look at each other all like strange. And then she's yeah. like, is there big ones that throw it at you? And they're like, Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we know she was like, coming. I heard there's like ones that their heads split open and yeah. And like, they have like, act like radar or whatever. And like, what are you talking about? So, and that's the thing is like, don't they exist in the in the show universe or is just is it a monster they just haven't seen yet? Is... I think it's they haven't seen because they definitely say they definitely kind of look at each other when they talk about the clickers, about the heads being split open. They know about those. Yeah. But when she says about like the bloaters, I don't know if they're called the bloaters in the yeah. game, but I mean we're gonna get like, one. We saw one in the in We the saw in the trailer, yeah. yeah. So I just think it's something they don't they do not know yet. So I'm yeah. I'm pretty excited. And that's that's, I just love those types of moments. Like, and you get mm-hmm. them in, in, even in episode three, where you're just walking around, and she's just. He even says in episode three, where she's asking, he's like, "You asking so many damn questions," <laughs> so many. and she's like, "Still didn't answer the one I just asked." <laughs> like, because you don't answer any of them. <laughs> but like, when they're going through that hotel, and because they even say about like, should we go the short way or the long way? Well, the short way might get us killed, so let's go the long way around. <laughs> but they have to kind of inspect from the top of the hotel or whatever. Um, and I like that little interaction because they have to, it's similar to the game where you have to like, oh, 
we can't get through this spot. We got to lift somebody up so they can crawl through to get through around the other side. And you kind of get a little bit of a bonding moment between Ellie and, and Joel in that one as well, yeah. uh, where she's just asking him questions and he answers like one of them. And then he's like, all right, no more personal questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. And then that like it comes up even in the third episode where he's like, where she's like, I go to school. Like, I know what, like, I know some stuff. And then he, she asks him another question. He's like, I thought you went to school. And she's like, it was a bad school or it was a shitty school. <laughs> I don't know, even in the game. And, and Marissa was asking me, she's like, does he ever tell her about his daughter? And I was like, I don't even think in the game they ever really bring it up. See, like, I don't remember. you know, too, as a player, it's, been, it's been a long time. Me too. I mean, I should probably play it again. But oh, um, I, I told Marissa, I was like, I don't think so. I mean, don't quote me, but I don't. And I don't think they'll do it in this either. I think he'll avoid the question. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense. I mean, especially yeah. within the third one where he was just like, where he kind of tells her, like, let's not talk about the past, even though, especially with Tess and everything, which we get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but here you get to really see how, how some of the clickers and the infected work in this universe, in this TV show, when they go up to the top and you see they overlook down across like the, the little valley there. And it's just they're like zombies like, are stuck and grown together like kind of crawling around and they're yeah and they're talking about how you can step on a patch of like mold or something like miles away and it'll wake up a whole group like way out there but they know exactly where you're at and they know exactly where to go to find you and that yeah. of course is going to come up later in the ep- <laughs> episode uh, check off's gun is that what it's called or whatever it is <laughs> But, but I'm, if, I'm if you sure bring it up in the first act, it comes up in the third act. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm sure it's going to come up as the series goes goes on as sure. well. That's why that's the point of setting it up. Uh, but you kind of get to know how kind of their system works, how they've been kind of getting around for all these years. And even like Tess says, like, you may be, you know, immune to, you know, their infection, but you're not immune to getting ripped apart by these things. Yeah. So you got to stay close. You got to stay quiet and do what we say. They have like, you know, they have their process of going about the actual town and everything. Yeah. And this is the first big change from the, the game, which is fine. Cause we already discussed in the first episode, they're, they're kind of going away from the gas. Yeah. They're not, the, not really not doing any of that. Yeah. Which is fine. So these tentacles are like the way that they're going to kind of alert and the way they kind of spread through things, which is not really in the game, but I yeah. do like the change. I actually think, I think visually seeing it like this is a much is kind of a cooler change yeah i'm with that change so so what they're trying to do apparently they're trying to meet up with some other a group of fireflies that way they can go out west you know get her get ellie to where she's going and then joel of course is going to try to find his brother um so to get to where they need to go they're gonna they they mentioned as they're sitting there at the top of the building that they got to go through the museum, which is, of course, a spot in the game that you go to. And we talked about it before. It looks exactly like the game with how the the showcases and everything you're perfectly like sneaking it. around. You even get the like them crawling around underneath from away from the clickers. And this yeah. is where you really get to see the threat of the clickers and how dangerous they are. Even just one of them can you know scare like two grown people that have been around them for all these years oh and there's just two of them i think there's two of them in the thing but still well, like, yeah this this is a scary scene yeah it's very tense and it's it's yeah. very slow and drawn out just them walking up the steps and the set design's amazing just all the mold oh. all over the walls and the stairs and stuff it's it looks awesome. great it, it looks, looks great. great again this is where i'm saying i have a hard time i'm sure some of that's green screen i'm sure but yeah. I cannot tell. It looks all organic. It looks like they're there. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but you get some elements from the game just kind of sneaking around. Uh, you even have, like, at one point, the glass on the floor that he steps on and alerts. <laughs> but you, it really shows you how sensitive these clickers are. Because, I mean, the first when they alert him the first time, Ellie, like, just breathes out a little bit too loud. And that, that alerted him. So, I mean, you really got to be – it's like – uh, quiet place it's like those yeah. kind of monsters <laughs> you gotta be it's silent sh- i'm surprised the last of us they're not walking around bare feet through sand everywhere they go <laughs> like <laughs> like the quiet please like the quiet yeah uh the set design when they first get attacked by the clickers i mean and i might be mistaken again it's been a while but that room i'm pretty sure i was telling myself i was like i think that is the exact room you fight the clickers in in, the, in the game like those side kind of hallways that led around it. I was like, I just, I remember being in those getting around. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I, I, I think 
I think it's the exact set design. Exactly. I was yeah. upset they didn't throw a bottle to distract them, though. I um, know. Throw, I'm, maybe it'll happen eventually. Maybe. Yeah. But I was, I I was hoping something. for it as well. It's so tense just because, like, oh, Joel's, yeah. like, hand fighting one trying to get away from it at one point. El, uh, Ellie's just, like, crawling under the tables trying to get away. Tess is fighting them. Uh, but th- that goes on for a minute. And, I mean, Joel you, had, does what you do in the games. You, like, break something else to kind of distract him. I mean, he throws, mm-hmm. he kind of pushes that statue into the, the glass and then he hides around that corner. And that's a tense scene when he's kind of slowly reloading. And then all you hear is like the clicking just right beside him. And he's like, <laughs> oh shit. As soon as it cuts away, you're obviously just like, it's going to be right beside yep. him. Why would you cut away like that? <laughs> now I know. Sure enough. Any interaction, you know, increases your chance of being affected. Even being scratched by them or, or something can infect you. I mean, Tess, she gets out of it with a, a hurt ankle, so you may think. Uh, I mean, Ellie, she gets scratched, but at this point, she's, I mean, she's like, oh, yeah. I, at least it was me. Yeah, <laughs> out I'm, of cool. all of us. I'm good. Uh, but you get another scene directly from the games, because when they go out onto the roof, you have just that plank that goes between the buildings, and that's like lifted directly, directly. from the games. Even when just Ellie and Joel sitting there on the top of the building looking out over the city. That's directly from the game as well. And it, it just looks, like you said, it looks so amazing. Even though it's you could tell like it's green screen, it, it's hard to tell where the like, where practical stops. effects. Yeah. 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 And, and then the CG takes in. There's something up with Tess because he's trying to like tape her foot up and talk to her. And he's like, just go watch her. Like, I got this. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She's like, he stop being so cynical, like, like lighten up, basically. Yeah, look at um, the good things. Like, look at the good things, yeah. yeah. look at the good news. Like, we're alive. Yeah. <laughs> but they have to make it to, like, that one building with, like, the gold, like, kind of dome at the top you see in that background, which is another, like, lifted directly from the game. And when they get there, that inside of that hall is exactly <laughs> like that game. <laughs> yeah, exactly like the game again, man. Yeah, and, and for the most part, this scene is lifted from the game except for kind of the climax of it it, it they changed it up a little bit here yeah, uh, a, little bit. a little bit because once they get there the the firefly members they were supposed to meet they're all dead apparently and joel even says like one of them got infected they started turning on each other and you know everybody's mm-hmm. dead um but then you have that you know tess she starts talking and she's like you know i'm gonna so, stay here i'm not going back this is my last run or ever and ellie's like oh shit she's infected <laughs> And it's it's almost the exact like line for line from the game, but yeah, she got bit, and and Joel's just going through it. He's just like, "This is the last person I care about for all these years, and now she's infected. What am I gonna do?" But she does the only thing she could do, because uh, one of them wakes up and he decides to just blast it away with his with his revolver or whatever. But bringing up what we learned like earlier breaks the thing. I yeah. think it was like cordyceps or whatever. I forget what the, yeah, the exact the, the things that spread out the roots. Exactly. But just him killing that one clicker on the ground alerted a whole horde of them. And they're coming directly for that building where they're at. Whereas in the, the game itself, it was Fedra that came in. It's, yeah. And, and, but that was coming and they were going to bust in and pretty much take them or kill them. Uh, but both versions, the show and the game test stays behind to, to let them get away since she was going to die already. She didn't want to turn. So she's like, I'm just going to go out blaze of glory. Yeah. And, uh, and that's it. But I mean, the game, she gets black. You don't see it happen. You hear it happen as you're walking away as Joel and Ellie. Uh, but she gets blasted away. But in the show here, the, she like dumps the gas everywhere. She throws the grenades and she's sitting there with that lighter. And it's kind of a weird scene how it happened. Yeah. But that, that like kind of, that clicker just walks right up to her and he has, Oh, it's so gross. Has those like max daddies are has that gross tentacles coming out of his mouth. But yeah. And I mean, I don't know if, if, if I could just was seeing things, I didn't watch it a second time, but it looked like as he was like making out with her a little bit, it looked like her eyes and stuff were turning like immediately as he was doing it. It is a weird scene and people complained about it already, but like, it is like, why would he kiss her? And I get that. Um, yeah. But I do see you like he's he's kissing her, her spreading the thing or whatever he's doing, which doesn't super bother me. You know, it even bothers it me bother more me. than it bothered me more. I'm like, why is she fuck with this lighter? She just dumped a bunch of grenades. Like, yeah, I just pull holding, a pin, pull a pin and hold a grenade, you know? Yeah, you, there is like six other ones. You could pick one up and <laughs> one could be good, you know, that I could. Yeah, pull a pin you didn't have to do it. that. <laughs> you yeah. didn't have to kiss like, a, you know, a clicker. 
come on, come on, come on. Like she's fuck with. And as soon as it's not working, I'll be like, oh shit, I need a new source of flame here. Yeah. Um, the only thing I could really think about was maybe like they can sense that she was already infected and they didn't like see her as like an immediate threat or something. I don't know. Yeah. But that makes the, it was the, different. The, the kiss even weirder visually. Very cool. Very creepy. Very like, that's why they did it. Cause it's supposed to be like, Oh, you know, it's supposed yeah. to be like, Oh, that's gross. Um, I get story wise. Why does it make sense? Even if they did sense that she was turning that, why was he like, well, you know, like I want her to turn faster, you know? Yeah. Um, it's better than them just rushing in and trying to maul her while she's yeah. trying to light it or something. Yeah. But all in all, I mean, the episode pretty much ends here. It, she, she does eventually get the, the lighter off. It blows up. The whole building blows up. Yeah. Um, I like you that shot last... of them outside, though, like where yeah, Ellie's he... standing in front of the bit and you see like the, the clickers on one, fire just rushing out, out of the building. Yeah. Yeah. You get one more. You kind of see how up... he's upset at this. Joel's upset when this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, which comes up next episode. Even but we'll going get into there. the next one. Yeah. Yeah. But all in all, this the tenseness that this episode oh, made yeah. me feel was this is my favorite episode. Um we're going to follow it up with a really strong contender, but so far... But for a different the, reason. Yeah, for a different reason. So far, this was, the second was my favorite episode. Just the action of it, the clicker scene, which I, we brushed by, but it's, it's a good 20-minute scene. Like, it's yeah. a long scene, and that's good. It's you know? drawn out. It, it builds that tension. It, it, which lets is, you, it hangs on it for a while until the actual attack happens, which is great, that's, which is exactly what would happen in a game. You're sneaking around yeah. hoping you don't make a noise. Exactly. And then as soon as you do, all hell breaks loose. Then you're trying to scramble, figuring out what, what to do next. Exactly. I didn't feel like the character built was much in this, but it was enough. But this is my favorite episode far. Yeah, um, this was more like kind of like a world building, like showing you around the lay of the land, how the world is, explaining how the clickers work in a way, doing that yeah. type, type of stuff. And of course, kind of going along the little basic plot points of the game here. Yeah, we got to walk. There's a lot of walking in the game. A lot of walk. walking. And, and <laughs> since we mentioned that, we'll go into episode three called Long, Long Time, Long. which we were talking about following the game closely. This episode, a majority of it isn't even in the game. This is yeah, this... a majority of this episode is specifically made for the show. Um, I mean, some big deviant, big deviant. Some don't like it. Some do. I mean, the woke mob came out hard for this one, <laughs> which is like, you can't, you can't impress anybody, I guess, but uh, somebody's going to be mad. I really enjoyed this episode. Um, I mean, we, we, me and you were both very excited for to see Nick Offerman, in this in just in the show in general as bill uh we both of course like everybody else thought it was going to be the bill that we knew from the that game just that asshole just going back and forth just with ellie yeah. just talking shit <laughs> um but you really got a, a great fucking love story <laughs> in this episode and it's heartbreaking it's heartbreaking it is so heartbreaking but in and and I love I don't know if you saw like Neil Druckmann like his tweet or anything after the episode because of course everybody was talking about this episode after it dropped. He even said like Why are you all crying and upset? This was the happy episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I did hear there's a two hour cut of this episode. Which I did. I hope they I put see that. that out. I, I, I would like to the, see it. I would watch that. That's Apparently, that would be interesting. I saw like the the showrunner is like I I cried until it hurt or something yeah, like with I the wept. two hour I wept till it hurt. <laughs> Uh, but the beginning episode, it, it picks up pretty much right where you left off with Joel and Ellie. They, they, I guess they camped out. It was like 10 miles outside of Boston or whatever. They, they got right outside of the city. Yeah. Um, and I just love that interaction, too. Like whenever like they wake up and Ellie's about to talk to him, and he's like, nope, I don't want to hear it. Like, don't say you're sorry. And he's like, I, I wasn't going to say I was sorry. And she was just saying, like, I don't want you to blame me for shit that isn't my fault. Like, you yeah. and Tess chose to take me on this, like, on this trip. You chose was... to go get your battery or get try to get your car. Like, this isn't my fault, so stop acting like it is. I was going to say the same thing. That's one of my favorite interactions. She is. That's exactly what she says. She's like, you were just as much here because of me as you were because of yourself. So, yeah. like, don't don't put it on me. Tess, yeah. I understand she's sad Tess died, but it's not my fault. I yeah. like that. And, and Joel immediately is like, Fair enough. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, they go to like a, some gas station that Joel left like kind of just emergency supplies at and he just can't find them. He's looking around. He's like, you lost them, didn't you? And he's like, it's been a long in. time. I'm honing in on them. 
<laughs> it's been a while. So it's been years yeah. since I've been here. Uh, but she's kind of roaming around and she finds like that secret, like just little, like looks like a trap door kind of that goes yeah. down into like a basement area. And she like, this building's been looted. You're not going to find it. And she's like, I'm going to look anyway. And she finds like a box of like Tampax. And she's like, ah, looted my yeah. ass. Like I found Which something. I, you wouldn't think, but man, if you were a woman, that would be like, yes, like the gold, gold. gold. Yeah. And then you hear like that clicker noise and you're like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen? And then you yeah. see like it's like, trapped in all that rubble. It can't move. And she, I, I feel Still like this is the first time it. she really gets to like see one that isn't a danger to her up close, and she that's why she like cuts its head open. And yeah, it's so gross. Like, you see like that like puff stuff, like the white again, come out. yeah. Like the like cotton. I mentioned, yeah, it looks like cotton. Uh, and then she just fucking kills it. She just stabs it right in the head, and that's like her first kill, I guess. Brutal. It's yeah. like, brutal. She didn't uh, even like wince. She's just like, yeah, like, heartless, man, heartless. I mean, <laughs> I guess she's been. She's been dealing with it for her whole life, literally. Literally her, her whole, whole life, yeah. Yeah, so she's probably sick of it. Yeah, and, I mean, she gets out right in the nick of time, uh, and she meets up with Joel, and Joel puts that, like, M16 away. He's like, "There's, you're barely going to find any bullets for this. You're just going to be wasting yeah. them. So just kind of hide it away. You don't need these right now. I might come back and have bullets for it when I come back. Yeah, and, it, and it, bro, as soon as they watch this, I immediately thought of you because you were like, I didn't get an M16 when I started the game or whatever, and he immediately just puts it away in the next episode. He's like, yeah. I, I don't need this. Good. Because I didn't get it either, It's like, yeah, it. I didn't have it either. Yeah, I never got an M16. And this is another scene like you had in the second episode where they're just kind of walking down those just empty stretches of road by themselves, and they're talking. She's asking just tons of questions. And you really kind of find out a little bit what happened. Because she even said, like, she asked him what happened. And he's like, well, I thought you went to school. And he's like, well, I went to Fedra school. They're going to teach you what what they want you to learn. Uh, But he mentioned that, like, it started within, like, wheat and bread and, like, like yeast factories and stuff. And then it got into like the food products that got shipped over. And then like the more of those products you ate, you got sick and became infected. And it was like, that's an interesting way to kind of start an infection or like start well, a virus. Did you read that thing where it's saying, because he forgot the pancake mix and because he didn't get a cake for his birthday in the first episode, oh. they're like, that's why they weren't infected. Didn't even because, think about that. Because he didn't get the pancake mix and he didn't get a cake. So they're like, so they were good. And I'm like, oh, See, yeah. that makes sense. I didn't think about the Joel, Joel and uh, his daughter thing, but I did see a picture. I didn't see like an article about like when she went and visited the neighbors, they were making like cookies, cookies and cakes. And yep. I was like, that's how they got infected. That's but I didn't think it. about the the Joel thing where they were going to get yeah. the cake and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to get the right. cake in the end. And then in the beginning, they were, she was like, you forgot the pancake mix. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. See, yeah. they, they put all these things in there for a reason. Think about this stuff. <laughs> Straight up. I didn't even know that, but it makes perfect sense. But it's such an interesting way to start the apocalypse is mm-hmm. it's in the food. Like nobody knew until it was too late. Again, though, how did I mean, I guess probably mushroom get in your foods probably sometime once in a while, you know, mold. if it's cut close enough mold. Cut, yeah. yeah. But I, I know they mentioned it. It was in like the second or first episode. They they insinuated they, they mentioned like bread or yeast. They didn't really say like that was the cause or anything like it. But I mean, Joel says it here and if they come across. They were going to go down this road. And she's like, he's like, no, let's go this way. I don't want you. There's stuff down there. I don't want you to see. She's like, was it going to hurt me? He's like, no. He's like, well, fuck it. I'm going to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. it. Now I got to see it because you don't want me to see it. <laughs> uh, but it's it's some heavy shit, man. It's just a pile of just skeletons Burnt, and bones. Burnt and bodies. He explains yeah. that it's they the Fedra came in and just cleared whole towns of people out and took them to the, the quarantine zones. And whoever when the quarantine zones were filled, whether you're infected or not, they just straight up murdered you. Mm-hmm. And that's when you cut 20 years in the past, you start go back right whenever it started in 2003, and you see that same like blanky and everything you see, and you see the mom and the child that were the skeletons 20 yep. years later, and you know, and they're putting them on the back of the truck and sending them off. You're like, oh great, no like, jeez, um, that's where you get introduced to Bill, Bill Nick Offerman, Bill. Yep, and then they're going in to clear his house out, but he's in his like secret like basement that he had built. Just in his little recluse behind his his yeah, computer with his like security cameras and monitors and stuff. 
survivalist he says i'm sorry he's not a prepper he's a survivalist 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 <laughs> and as soon as they leave he comes out and this is probably the only time you're gonna see the gas mask in the in the series yeah. he comes out with that gas mask and shotgun on make sure everybody's gone and i love this scene because this is exactly what everybody would be doing if they were alone and like the apocalypse or whatever he's just going from store to store busting in taking all of his supplies and it's so funny because like the first couple places he goes like what is home depot the liquor store i was like this is exactly what ron swanson would be doing in the apocalypse (laughs) he'd be going to home depot he'd be going to the liquor store yeah this is all the shit he would be doing i'd be like all right we're getting drunk let's do it But he he literally it shows him build up that whole fucking compound that he makes around like that whole like housing development and everything he sets up the, the fences, the, the all the booby traps you see in the games and shit is all here. Uh, but you don't get to see everything that you saw in the game. It's a completely different take on it. You you're literally yeah. following Bill around for this whole pretty much this whole episode. Oh, this whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. And you get to see from the start of the apocalypse and you get to see how he's living. And man, that would be, you, you really have to be comfortable by yourself because as, as it's showing like through the years or whatever, I, man, he's just sitting there, just silence, just I making think, food for himself, just sitting at the dinner table, eating and drinking or whatever. I'm like, man, like, I feel like I would think, drive myself crazy. I think it's one of the best. I mean, we're going to get into it, but I think it's setting up one of the best themes for this episode about finding something to care about um but you are right um they they do change it a little bit in the game he's kind of more in like a city i I mean it's a town but i would say it's more like there's like a street and so this is like a very small town it looks like there's like eight eight buildings in it you know like it was a very very like it looked like a street basically Mm -hmm. um but and the Mm -hmm. other one i think is a little bigger um, which we'll get into. I'll, so one of my disappointments, two of my disappointments about this episode, I'll, okay. we'll get to. Um, but, but we'll, yeah, he's we'll, like a huge gun, gun nut, uh, gun nut prepper, prepper, prepared. everything. Yeah, he's yeah, he knows exactly what to do in farming. this situation. Yeah, he's farming. He's, he built that he, huge, that big, big ass generator. He's running everything off of, like in his backyard yeah. and everything. He's living the life. I mean, compared to what a lot it's of people set. did in this apocalypse, guy's doing he's got good. he's got a shower. He's got hot water. <laughs> he's got everything <laughs> he's he food. needs. He's Definitely. gotten good food. It looks like some of those meals. I was like, damn, he's killing that was deer. Good. Like he was skinning that deer like in his shed and stuff. Like this dude is made. <laughs> like yeah. he's got it made right now. Uh, but then, of course, one of his and I like his traps. Like every time something trips it, it goes on the monitor, so he can see exactly mm-hmm. what it is. And it's someone, like four or five years in after, right? This is like I, I think five it's a couple. Years. It's like three or four, yeah, three or four, yeah. It's um, a couple years after the initial. Yeah, thing. so he's been living by himself for a couple years, uh, but something falls in his hole outside, and it's Frank. It's it's yeah, Frank who Frank. you're gonna get to learn through this this episode here. Uh, Frank, he is mentioned in the game. Uh, when Never you see him, him in the though. game, he is dead already. Yeah. Um, you find his dead body. It's insinuated they have some sort of history in the game. Uh, you don't really know what other than that they live together at some point. You do it's find a note. Partner. The note in the game is drastically different than the note you see in this game. I mean, the in, the show. in the game's mean. Very mean. <laughs> Very mean. Very mean. Um, but just because I didn't know how they were going to do this in the in the show... And it's it's so funny even watching it with Annette as we're, you know, when Bill brings him in and you're getting to know Frank, she's just like, I don't trust this guy. Dude, and I was like, too. you know oh, what? And like that seeped into my mind. And I was like, wait a minute. Maybe I shouldn't trust this guy. <laughs> I don't like this dude either. I like, I we didn't like him either. Because it in seems so fishy. It seems too good to be true at first. Because I don't, I love that line at the beginning. It's like, if I let you in, everybody's gonna come in. And he's like, this isn't a, this isn't an Arby's. I'm not handing out free food. He's like, Arby's didn't hand out free food. Yeah, Arby's wasn't free either. Oh, <laughs> he does let him in though, and he feeds him and Takes everything. And then convincing. he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, let me go play the piano. I was like, don't fucking touch this man's piano. Like, yeah, right. He's just fed. Don't like. Imagine yourself in Frank's situation. I would never. I'd be like, all right, man. I wouldn't want to touch anything. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you very much, man. That was a great meal. Can I I say? Oh, I can't. All right. I'm out. See you later. You know? Yeah. Frank was very, like, upfront. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think Frank is, like, a whole, like, a completely opposite type of person than, like, he's a free spirit. We'll get to know. Yeah. I love the presentation of it because he just comes out. He has, like, the nice, like, it looks like a 
just an expensive meal that you would get at an expensive restaurant. It's all okay. like set set up nicely, even like arranges the plate. Like he kind of like faces it the way he wants it to face towards him. But I feel like Frank, he kind of knows. Like he sees there's something that Bill's hiding a little bit. And I mean, it, yeah. it comes out with that piano scene. Um, well, he talks about the wine. He's like, oh, somebody knows how to pair wine with. Exactly. He's like, I, I wouldn't take you as somebody. Some yeah. of these little hints that Frank's like, okay, I kind of know a little bit about yeah. this guy already. And maybe You're that's what, what makes him see. comfortable. Yeah, maybe. maybe that's what makes him comfortable. Like, you have a piano. Before I go, maybe I've been eyeing this piano up or whatever. Um, but he's sitting there playing, and he's like trying to play off the music. He's like, I know this was yours, Linda Ronstadt or whatever. This had to be your music. <laughs> Uh, but you find out like the piano was like Bill's mom's and everything and that he, he likes playing but this scene uh, there's a couple scenes in this episode but this scene got me I I, I, I got a tear a little bit got teary a little bit but man when Bill sits down he starts playing and it's just a completely different tone the way from Frank was playing it and it's just so just melancholy and the way he's singing to it it's just so much emotion and that tiny Bill little Hoffman's scene he's got a good voice he got he, a good voice he does man and yeah not even just the scene, but Nick Offerman acts the shit out of this episode, and so does the uh, dude that plays Frank. They both are fantastic in this episode. Uh, I'll tell you what gets me, and it's Nick Offerman also, but there's a scene that gets me too eventually. Oh, yeah, there's a couple of them here, but <laughs> yeah. I just love that scene where he's he's just, and he's like, I'm not a professional, I'm sorry, because he even like kind of yells at him a little bit at first. But he then does. He sits, he's like, I'm not a professional either, but then he sits down and he starts playing, and then like Frank realizes that he's kind of opening up to move. him. Bill's this is a side that Bill normally wouldn't show anybody else, but he's showing Frank here. And that really kind of makes Bill uh Frank open up to Bill a little bit and they make some move. They make a move. Yeah. Hunt miss hundred percent of shots you don't take. And he even tells him like go up and get a shower. Yeah. <laughs> and like whatever. That's a big move. He's like Go, yeah. go up and get a shower. And I even like that scene, like when he comes out and he's like in this bed and he's like, I want to let you know I'm not a whore. I don't yeah. sleep around for food. I don't do any of this. So not for lunch. I'm going to stay yeah. here a few days. Yeah. If I stay, if I do this, I'm going to stay here a couple of days. Is that okay with you? <laughs> yep. But I just like, it's so like Nick, Nick Offerman is just so nervous. You could tell yeah. and everything like just it's his first time. He said he's only ever been with like a woman once before. Um, but man, just through this whole episode, like, I don't know, they're adorable. It, it reminds they're me adorable. of like, uh, not to the, the extent, cause you would go way deeper. It's, it's more of a, a human real connection in this, but it, part of me reminded me of like little John and big John <laughs> from, from like Halloween kills. It's like, like a cute couple, just a cute couple, man, just for different yeah, reasons. But like, I just like the dynamic because they're so there's polar opposites, but they, they come together and they fit so perfectly. Um, but that's really what kickstarts it, man. They they develop a bond, and he stays way more than a couple of days. It cuts oh, to like yeah. three I mean, years later. Like, yeah, we skip to like another eight years later. And I think some of it's probably who else are you going to find in the apocalypse? You know, you kind of take True. who you can get. But secondly, I think that this episode is really another theme of it is just like finding happiness in the little things. Exactly. Even in this fucked up world. They had each other, you know, they, they, they had them. Yeah. And I think in the game, the part with Bill in the game, even though it was a, com a completely different situation, it had a, a way different, it had a polar opposite message than, sure. than this. And then the show with Bill, because in the game with Bill, when he's talking with Joel, he's even like telling him like to leave the girl behind. He's like, Man. this is bad for you. This is just going to go down a bad road for you. You need to take out, like, take care of yourself. Worry about yourself first and foremost. Whereas in the show, it's more like you were saying, like find that one thing and hold it as long as you can. Like yeah. find the reason that you're here, like, and, and just protect them as long as you can. And I, I, I don't know. I like the show of the message from the show, how I portrayed it more than the, than the game. Did. I'm a little, I'm a little torn between that message. Um, I did talk about this, Marissa. I feel like in the show, and maybe you're, we're going to have less time with these people, so maybe mm -hmm. that's why they did it. It's a little more heavy-handed. It's not like Joel is going to figure this out, because Joel figures that out, too, in the game, that this yeah. is who he is important. This is who important to him, but it's it's a bigger, more natural growth, where this felt, in the end of it, kind of heavy-handed, like, Hey, take care. Like we're those type of people, Joe. You take, and we're getting to that. But yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it was more heavy-handed the game. Now, 
I'm not a writer of the show. Maybe they have so much planned that they don't have time to really flesh it out. So maybe, maybe they had. To. Yeah, we don't and know how it. the rest that, of the series yeah. is going to pan out. That's good writing then. We we need the moment where Joel decides that this is what's important to him because that moment comes in the game too, you know? Yeah, I'm not saying that the, I mean, we are kind of jumping ahead, but I don't think yeah. at the end of the episode with the letter, I don't think that's the moment Joel realizes. I think that's kind of like the seed that gets planted in his sure. head and he's starting to think about it a little bit um, yeah. because he knows how Bill is and we're going to get to that part of the episode. He knows how Bill is. He knows he's he's kind of a tough nut to crack he knows he's a you know he's he's a rough dude so for scene. that kind of dude to write that and say that sort of thing he knows it's important and that's why it kind of sticks around his head a little bit longer sure yeah. um but back to bill and frank uh it does cut some years later and you get to see just how relationships go you cut and they're fighting, they're fighting. you're fighting <laughs> and they're yelling at each other i mean it's out in the streets because there's fucking nobody there i mean they're alone <laughs> um but <laughs> You know, Bill, he's set in his ways. There's He wants things to be his way. He has them there like that for a reason. Frank, he wants to kind of have some sense of normalcy. He wants to kind of fix some things up. He wants he's to like, fix some of the shops up. Yeah, just want some paint and some gas and just he's like, I just want to paint and mow my lawn. That's all I want to do. <laughs> just wanted some sense of normalcy. I want some friends. He's like, there's nobody here. What friends? What <laughs> no do you mean? friends. And then he's like, I've been talking with a woman on the radio. He's what? What do you mean? <laughs> and then after he says he wants to fix up the boutique, but then we cut my favorite scene is Joel, Tess, Frank. At that, like Bill they're having brunch the out in their yard. He's got the gun right here. Just pointing at it. He's like, Bill, you can put the gun down. <laughs> put the gun down, Bill. He's like straight. Like, they had to get there at first. You know, he's like, nope. Joel's just like, I get it. I understand how it is. Yeah. Whereas like... Joel is does is like a tough dude. He is, rough, but I feel like he's a little bit more, a little bit more open than. Yeah, he's not quite Frank yeah. or Bill. Yeah, he's, he's not, not quite, quite like Bill. I mean, I think that's yeah. in part to Tess and everything too. Um, but you really get to see how their relationship started because in the game, you really you you know that they have some form of history. You just don't know why or how. Yeah, this uh, history. But pretty much what they're just they kind of make a deal where they're going to help each other get resources. Yep. Like Bill to, and Frank can share some of their resources. They'll help them get some of the stuff they can't get where they're at. Yeah. And they're going to bring them. It sounds like mostly because they do get like Frank, his paints and stuff. Um, yeah. Well, you, like they, Joel says about like that, like fence you have fence. isn't going to hold for another year or two. I can get you some shit that'll last you a lifetime. And like yeah. the next time it cuts, there's literal it's cars <laughs> just made into a wall like, with fencing and stuff. <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't need your fencing. I don't need your help. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get my car. And I, I just, I don't, even when they like Frank and Tess kind of walk away, you kind of get that little bonding experience between like Bill and Joel, where Joel's, Joel's like, I get it, man. I, I'd like, yeah. you're, you're inviting a stranger and you have a nice setup, but we got to help each other. Like, we're good people. I think, like, I understand you don't think we are, but we are good people. Yeah. I think Joel is shyster in him a little bit here. A little. He's um, trying to sell him on it. Yeah. But even in the game and in the show, especially, I think. Bill in the show is like, I don't think Bill's out to shice or anybody. He just wants to do by himself. Yeah, Joel's he willing wants to, to do just it. be alone and do things Joel's his not, way. Joel is willing to be the bad guy in situations. So I think Joel yeah. was dead set. He's like, I'm going to get this stuff regardless, but let's try to do it the good way. He's, he's going to tell him exactly what he wants to hear. Exactly. Um, which I think is a good scene. I, I think it's good for both characters. But I, Joel, he means well, though. And, sure. and, and but he ha he's there for a reason. Like he's exactly. there because he's there. Try to help get some of their resources. There yeah. is stuff that he wants from them. Um, but he is a good guy because even like as they're on their way on their way out, he even tells him, like, listen, there's raiders out there. They're going to come eventually and they're yeah. going to try to take whatever you have. So be on the lookout they're gonna, and they're going to come at night. Yeah. <laughs> and the literally won't stop them all. Yeah, and literally then like the next scene it shows is like them sleeping at night and Frank wakes up to like all the alarms and shit going off and Bill's already outside fucking shooting at him. <laughs> like the Raiders are trying to get in, they're getting lit on fire, they're getting shot blasted by the oh, traps, they're cool. getting electrocuted by the fences. It's awesome. And he's just it not even cool. hiding behind cover, he's just standing in the middle of the road just fucking blasting. I would have been fine unless Frank said something. Yeah, 
And Frank like, comes, like, he grabs that gun out of the drawer and runs out. He's like, get back in the house. <laughs> I caught this. Um, I didn't like the way the scene ended, though, because it, it the way it ends, it makes you seem like Bill dies. Bill died. Yeah, it does. Because, <laughs> like, like, he gets shot. Frank, Frank pulls him in. And I like that scene because it shows you at that point, because it's a couple years later, it shows how their connection with the relationship with Joel and Tess has grown because yeah. immediately as soon as shit turns wrong, he's like, I got a list of shit you got to do. And Paul Joel, he'll know what to do. You yeah. know, all Frank's yeah. trying to do is just keep him talking and keep him awake. That's why he keeps like, all right, tell me the list, do all this. Why he's list, trying to patch yeah. him up. And he's like, call Joel, Joel, know what to do. He'll take care of you. You, you won't be alone. And it's like, he's, he's putting so much trust in Joel. <laughs> he's worried about Frank though. He's, he's worried about guy. Frank. Yeah. And I mean, the way that scene ends, he's just like laying there with his eyes open. And you're like, oh, shit, did Bill die? And is Frank going to be like Bill's role in the game? Like when Joel and Ellie show yeah. up. Um, but no, it, it cuts literally like 10 years later, like catching up to 2023 where Joel old. and Ellie are. They're real old. Um, but you go from one bad situation with Bill being shot to an even worse situation where like Frank's got like AOS. Yeah, or, or something. I, they don't really quite say, but yeah, something like that. He can't move very well, stuff yeah, like he's, that. He's in a wheelchair. He he can't walk around. Like he's it shows him like carrying him to bed and getting him out of bed at certain points. He's he's making pictures. Like there's pictures all around the house of like Bill and him. He's painting. Um, but even as he's painting, like half the painting, like you could see like it's, it's streaky. Like he's yeah. shaking and stuff. He can't paint like he used to. Uh, but man, this is fucking heavy, dude. Whenever he, wake, he wakes up in the morning and he's already in his chair, and he's like, "I spent half the night getting here, but I'm here." And, yeah. And man, he just tells him like, "This is my last day," and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And man, that scene where he's telling him like, "This is what I want to do. Like, we're gonna, we're I'm gonna, gonna, go gonna to make boutique. me a great breakfast. Yeah. We're gonna go to the boutique. We're gonna I'm pick gonna out pick some. Down yeah. You're gonna you're wear what complain. I pick out for you. Yeah. You're not gonna complain. Complain. You're gonna we're, wear it. We're gonna get married." <laughs> We're yeah. going to make me an uh, amazing dinner, and then you're going to crush up all these pills and put them in my, uh, my wine, and I'm going to go to sleep. And Nick Offerman is blubbering, crying during this scene. Oh, like so sad. <laughs> it broke. I was like, oh, Bro, I, that's oh, where oh. I was tearing, bro. I was, I was like, tearing, oh, my man. God, no. It got me. And, it, and it... In the back of my mind, because I knew how the game was, there was a piece of me that he was going to leave that same note where like he was kind of playing him the whole time. Like I hated you this whole time type of thing. And I was like, please don't do that. Cause that's going to be even more heartbreaking if that happened. But it, it, of course it didn't. I thought the note, I thought they were going to leave the same note too, but I thought it was going to be more like Nick Offerman says, no, they kind of have a fight. And this was kind of just like the, you know, you're yelling at your dog, go away. We never loved you. And then kind like, of stuff. like, he like ended up going out and getting note. bit. And then that's yeah. what happens he, pretty much in the game. Yeah. He but got he had bit. ALS. That's why, what, or not, a, I don't know what he has, but he was confined to a wheelchair. I was like, man, how's this guy going to get the fuck out of here? Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause in the game, they find like Frank hanged himself because yeah. he got bit multiple times. He just like went out to a place and hung himself and left a note pretty much explaining how much he hated Bill <laughs> all these years. And like, He's like, I'm Maybe surprised you came out this far <laughs> to find yeah. this note or whatever. Um, but yeah, man, this is such not even just that scene, but such a heavy uh, just the whole time. Yeah, the rest of the time here they, is he. Bill does what he wants him to do. It's he, just they music. Go, There's like no talking. Yeah. It's just them. They get married. Yeah. They, they have breakfast. They get married. He makes them uh, the same exact dinner that he made yeah. when he found the them. Same wine and everything. The same everything. Yeah. I, Marissa was like, how do they still have wine left? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I conserved it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine he drank that much wine over the course of... It, it seemed like they drank wine every night, like with dinner. Maybe. But maybe I was like, I was like, maybe he made his own wine for like, and it was just special occasion wine, you know? Yeah, but you gotta think, he, he had that whole liquor store to himself, though. Maybe there was sure. a shitload of wine in there. I don't know. Uh, I could go through a liquor store pretty quick. I'm just <laughs> Especially I mean, I if you if it's apocalypse and you're by yourself or whatever, or if it's just two people, what else do you have to do? Exactly. Um, yeah. But yeah, he makes them the food and they, they have dinner and everything. And he even like has the bag of crushed up stuff, mixes it for him and drinks it. And then whenever they, they have that, they toast and they drink. And then Frank realizes like, wait a minute. Yeah. You poisoned the whole bottle. Didn't you? He's like, yeah, enough to kill a horse. Nice to kill. Yeah. Um, 
and I mean, that just says it right there. I mean, Bill just doesn't want to live a life without Frank. And that's really what, what we mentioned before about the, the note that he leaves for Joel. Oh, yeah. um, I'm going to get teary. I just thinking about yeah. it. Dude. <laughs> I was getting goosebumps when we were talking about him uh, in the morning. Just thinking like, about oh. it. Like, oh my gosh, dude. And like, he realizes that he's just, he doesn't want to live without, like he realized what he had before Frank was there. And then it, his life was just so much better afterwards. And I mean, I, live I couldn't imagine doing that, man. Like just mm. going on living your life without someone that you were there with for 20 years, literally just, you're the only two people that you're, you're dealing with. That's hard, man. And Dude, then me they, and Marissa, up and it brought up, it brought up conversations between me and Marissa about like, what are we going to do when we get old? You know, cause hopefully I'm still with her. Like, I was like, Oh my God. Like, I don't want you to take care of me, but I can't take my own life. We can't go out together, you know? Like, yeah. Even like but yeah, the, I was gonna say like even before that scene, like whenever you see how Frank is, like I don't want that to be me, man. Like I don't want yeah. Annette to have to take care of me or like exactly. That, I don't like, want to be wanna, a burden on somebody, you know. I don't want to deteriorate, but I also understand like because I told on the flip side, she was like, "Well, do you have to take care of me?" I was like, "Well, I love you. Like I'll do it. Like yeah. I, I'm here for you if I can." And she's like, "Well, same." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want you to. <laughs> like exactly. I don't want you to take care of me. I'm okay yeah. taking care of you. You feel like but, a burden." Yeah. Oh but yeah, man. It's such a good scene, and then like they go up to bed, and that's that's the last time you see old Bill and Frank. Um, wow. Before we move on, though, we there is a scene we we didn't mention before, and that was after the the scene with you see Joel and Tess with Bill and Frank. Frank surprises Bill because he he grew grew a secret garden of strawberries. strawberries. And this Man. is probably one of my favorite moments of the episode is when they're sitting down and they both get to have a strawberry for the first time and uh, who knows yeah. how long. And he has that just giggle that he does. Like even Ron Swanson and Parks and Rec does. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just adorable. And just the way that they're bonding there and like they're about to fool around. He's like, not on the strawberry. Not on the strawberry. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. But just that scene. And there's so many of the, scene. there's a couple different times in the episode of just those scenes where they're bonding and you really get to, I don't know, it, you get that connection and it feels real and genuine. And it's so hard to do that in a span of an hour, man. And I'm just characters you. You, you didn't know before in the show and you're not going to know afterwards. And it's so hard to get that kind of feeling in, in an hour. And we, man, they did it perfectly. We burned through the bullet points of it, but why it is right. Like you, you really do feel a genuine connection to these characters. And it's not because of the games. Cause these are again, like you said, so off kilter from what the game was of what bill was. And yeah. You never even meet Frank in the game that these are just brand new characters and man, they make you fall in love pretty quick. They like do. I was invested. And like we said at the beginning of the top of this episode, uh, I would be down for a two hour cut. I'd watch it. If I would two totally hour watch came two out hour cut. tomorrow. I'd watch it. I'd be like, all right, we're watching this two hour cut of this episode. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, I'm, it, it is. They really do make you fall in love with these characters, which, which is good for them. Yeah. And from the note that it mentions, they dated it like August of 2023, which isn't, they didn't die long before Joel and Ellie kind of strolled through yeah. um, because when they get there, of course, there's nobody there. Joel knows the code to get into the fence and everything. They go in, they go into the house. It's just, the lights are still, still on. It's all empty. Yeah. The, the meal is even sitting on the table, just moldy. Um, he goes, the one door shut and Joel tries to go in, but it's like barred shut. He can't get in. And then they find a note and he's just, and I love how she's reading the note and he's like, well, I'm guessing this is Joel because Joel's the only one that knows the, the code to the gate or whatever. Everybody else be fried. Every, and then he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yeah, she even she says like the it. laugh. <laughs> She's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> but like, like we mentioned before, he really goes into the note about just saying like, find that person, find something that gives you a reason to live within like the shit hole that we live in. You know, yeah, the, 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 the way that the world is. Um, he talks about how Joel and him are both like, we take care of people, you know, we, we need that person to yeah. to get us through the next day. And he, he's talking about Tess. She yeah, he even name drops her, but she like Ellie even stops reading and then she yeah. hands it to him and then he reads yeah. the rest of it. Um, but it's it, she even knows like Ellie, she's like, I'm not going to, you know, push the issue. Like, I'm going to give him space or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's such a great scene. And and it, it kind of lightens the mood a little bit. She's like, they have hot water. I'm going to get a shower. And you're getting a shower too because <laughs> you stink. You stink. <laughs> oh, I, I do like I like that 
Frank and Bill got to live this, I mean, life of luxury in the world of Apocalypse. I like that Ellie and Joel get to experience some of it at the end of the episode where they do get a hot shower. They get a change of clothes. They literally wear the same clothes you see on the cover of the game and through the rest of the game, pretty much. They get those fresh clothes. Red shirt. Yep. Um, So I like that they get a little bit of uh, Bill gets to give him kind of one last thing. Yeah, he gives them access to his whole armory. They go down. And she even says, like, there's there's walls lined with guns. And he's like, no, no, (laughs) it's fine. But then she like goes up and she finds that little pistol that Frank kept in that drawer upstairs and she sneaks it into her bag, which, you know, that's going to come up up later at some point. Um, But Annette even said to me as we were watching, she's like, I wouldn't go anywhere. I would just live in that little community if I were them. And I was like, they have a mission to go on. He's got to get his brother. Yeah. Joel's got to find his brother and get Ellie where she needs to go. But you're right. I I mean, if I found that place, I would totally live there. Yeah. If I was Ellie, I'd be like, ah, I'm good. Yeah. Can we just live here? Me, (laughs) Like, I know we don't really know each other, but I mean, this is a perfect situation. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, But we didn't mention like the note even says like, don't come in this room. It's probably an awful sight. We even left the window open so it doesn't stink the house up and everything. Uh, which we end on. We end on the window, which I thought something was going to happen there. I thought, I thought it was going to... Sh- for a second, I thought it was going to show them. Like, kind of just like... I don't know if they were going to just be spooning and they were going to be dead. I just thought they were going to show them. But they went the classy route. They didn't show just, anything. Which is a very Last of Us scene. A lot of Last of Us is just like windows and just like you're just kind of seeing things but the way that they kind of ended it the way that the shot was on the window looking out at the trees it was a very beautiful shot it wasn't showing any like of the decaying gross world it was actually showing pretty much the point of the episode was showing you the beauty within this terrible world we live in yeah i mean that was the point i i mean you said it much better than me much more eloquent but that yes that was the point like Last of Us, a lot of the Paul's menus, a lot of the menu menus are like these beautiful shots of this dilapidated world, but they're not like it's like the beauty in this world. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, I agree. You said it better than me. Yeah, it was a perfect shot to end on. And I like even just that interaction, like because they didn't even have to go out and find the battery like they did in the game. Like they had to go yeah. to the height, that school in the game. And that's where you run into the bloater and everything. Uh, But they had like Bill already had the battery taken out and even taken apart in the in the fridge or whatever he just had to assemble it and charge it up and ellie is just blown away by this old ass truck she's like this is a spaceship (laughs) she's like put your seatbelt on yeah what she's yeah he's like put your seatbelt on she's like what he just reaches across and puts it on for her no idea what a seatbelt and she pulls that tape that cassette tape out it's the same it's linda ronstadt it's the same song Mm -hmm. that they played on piano uh, Which I saw. Joel's like, oh, this is Linda Ronstadt. I know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> that song got boosted a 700% since I saw. that episode. But yeah, which is good for it. That um, just seems like the theme nowadays. Anytime like a huge fucking show comes out with an older song, it, that song's going to blow up for like a couple oh, weeks. Just like oh, good the, for the it. one from Stranger Things and everything. Oh, uh, yeah, the Metallica song. Running up, but, well, yeah, Metallica and then like the running up that hill, like the Kate Bush uh, song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that is a good song, which I never heard that either. But um, yeah. Yeah, all in all, I I did love this episode. Now, I want to quickly just get my complaints across. Yeah. I'm going to say I absolutely love the episode. So far, I love every episode. It's not my favorite. I see it's a lot of people's favorite, and I get that. Yeah. My biggest complaints. A, we kind of, you kind of brushed on it. I love the school scene in the game, and I was... And I said, maybe they'll bring it later. Yeah, maybe they'll, maybe they'll bring still it up at a different school. point. But that's an awesome intro to the bloater and shit when he pushes the bus and stuff. Like, that's an awesome, awesome intro. So I'm like, I hope they do. Secondly, one of the most iconic scenes for Last of Us for me is when you first meet Bill and he gets roped up with the fridge and you're hanging upside down and you're shooting the the zombies coming at you. The, yeah. The infected, and Elias cuts you down. I was like... They're not going to do that scene like that's the <laughs> I mean, that could come up at some point, too. Who knows? You're right. But I, I mean, that was the intro to Bill. Obviously, I missed that Ellie and Bill didn't get any kind of, you know. Yeah, I, w- I would wish we would have gotten something each other. out of that. Yeah. Yeah. But all those minor complaints aside. And those are really just like, oh, I watched the game. I want it to be more like the game. It's yeah. not the game. I get it. <laughs> it was. But it was a great episode. It is the most heart wrenching episode and honestly, I think you could watch it almost on its own and it would be pretty good, you know? Yeah, like, I completely agree. 
the Ellie uh, book caps there, the Ellie and Joel end caps on two wouldn't make much sense to you. But the whole middle part, a good solid chunk hour of this show episode would make perfect sense. And it's very good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode. And I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of it. There was a show called The Leftovers on HBO. Um, it came out a couple years ago. There was a couple seasons. Um, but it, this episode kind of reminded me of a couple episodes in that show because the show itself had had a general overarching story. But every couple episodes in the series, it would kind of one episode would focus on like one of the side characters for like the whole episode. And it would have this kind of whole separate entire story just contained in one episode. And that's what this kind of reminded me of a little bit because it was kind yeah. of its own self-contained thing. Um, I was I was seeing some complaints from, you know, some people online like Twitter, Facebook saying like this wasn't necessary, not just like the, the subject matter itself, but like this wasn't necessary to the story. This has no impact on Ellie and Joel going through the series. And I was sure. like, I don't know how you see that, though, just because like this is the reason that this like we mentioned before, this is the seed that gets imprinted in Joel's mind, which makes him realize like this person like this kind of brings the connection between him and Ellie a little bit more as they go on Um, even more so than the game, because in the game, like we mentioned, Bill is trying to tell Joel, yeah, yeah, push him away from her. Whereas in this one, it's telling you to come together. Um, I don't know. I I, I like the message in it more. I feel like it, it, it definitely did its job. Was it necessary to make a whole episode around it? Maybe not, but I mean, I'm sure the rest of the series is going to be just as good and it's going to keep following that story we know is going, we know is going to happen. Yeah. So I, I don't mean, mind taking one episode to do this, especially because it did have some impact on the story going forward. We're going to go back in time. Like, listen, and I do see people's complaints and I, and I understand yeah. I can put the shoe on the other foot. But if we're so strict that we're like, well, that doesn't affect Joel and Ellie's story. What does Joel's daughter dying in the beginning have to do with their story specifically? Yeah, yeah like you're right. I understand how it's going to affect later, and we know eventually we're. I mean, we saw it in the trailer. We're going to go back in time and see Ellie, and I always forget her her name, but the girl she goes with with the mall, her girlfriend in the mall. We're going to see that too. I know she's been cast, so eventually we're going back to see that too. Yeah, technically for Joel and Ellie's story. I don't need to know how she got bit. I don't. Yeah. I don't ever. Need I don't to need know. to know how the zombie apocalypse happened. I don't need to exactly. see that old lady telling them to like, exactly. blow the city up. Like you don't need any of that technically, but it's there. Exactly, it's and, there. It builds. This might have been a smaller building stone, like you said, planting the seed to, of why she means so much to him. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joel, lighten up. There are beauties in this world, but it's still a seed. I mean, it, it's another seed to get us to the end, which. We know, but hopefully everybody will get to know where this is going, which is going to be great. Yeah, and because we know that we're going to be getting to that story going forward, I I don't mind, and I actually kind of look forward to seeing some of the opportunities they get to go back maybe a little bit and see some stuff we wouldn't we didn't see in the game. Give some explanation to some of this stuff. Yeah. Give some backstory. Just kind of just some side stories about maybe what be going on in that universe at that what any given time. Just yeah, some just some out. different yeah some different world building stuff. You don't have to just follow the game every step of the way because then at that point you might as well just play the game. I played the game and yeah I am excited for them to go back into the mall. I don't know about you, but I never played the DLC. I mean, I knew it existed. Oh, you never played the DLC? Mm-mm, oh, it's good. I mean, dude. I. I knew it existed. I know what it's about, but I never went. I never went back and did it. So I'm excited to see that episode eventually. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, it, you know, I mean, just like everything else, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just like everything else in The Last of Us. That's The Last of Us. <laughs> did you see uh the the preview for the next episode at all? Nope. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You don't watch the previews for the next episodes. Nope. Oh, never do. we gonna have just a good watch. one next week. We gonna have a good just one. Just watch them. But yeah, we got a lot of stuff to look forward to. I'm sure, man. I mean, you got. A couple other characters coming up. Uh, I think it's Sam. I think his name is yeah. and his brother. Yeah, he looks after, or, or Sam's younger brother. One of the two. Um, you get it, some yeah. siblings that are coming up here soon. We're not going to spoil any of that though, because that's some other heavy shit. Where that's going to come up in the show. I'm sure. Hoping that comes up. The cannibals come up. They got to come up eventually. Yeah, um, gotta. Um, I know it's a small scene, but I hope the giraffe with like the it's zoo, gotta man. It's that, gotta. That's such a good scene too. It's gotta um, come up. <laughs> I know these, these are wish list things like, are they coming? You know, Yeah. Or how are they going to change them? Or what how are they, they going to do? Oh, and the subway scene, just like in the second episode, 
cap it off, we'll go back to the second episode, how I said that was an exact copy of the museum scene with the clickers. I hope the subway scene with the clickers is the exact same when you're right at that entrance. I already brought that up once before, but uh-huh. man, I hope that is like shot for shot, just like that. So I'm very excited for that. So yeah, all, all here, loving man. it so far, man. Loving same. it. Same. I mean, it's, they just keep just knocking it out of the park each week. Um, yep. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we are going to be doing these as bi-weekly. So next week we will have a movie review for you. Uh, the week after we will be doing episodes four and five and so on and so forth. Um, anything else you want to add here, Alex? No, man, I'm loving it. Everybody go watch it. Where can everybody find you here, Alex? Uh, you can always find me on tap that. And of course here, I love being on here every time you invite me, man. Thank you again. Yeah, man. No problem. Hopefully be a, have you on here going forward before i can tell you where you can find us just one announce if anybody hasn't seen on youtube on twitter on the gram anywhere uh we did announce our new show we're going to be doing on the channel here it's going to be called heroes of our time uh it's going to be me and vernon of course alex you're going to be involved here as well uh we are going to be having a huge mission ahead of us we are going to be reviewing every superhero comic book movie in chronological order starting with batman the movie from 1966 with Adam West and Burt Ward. It's going to be a never ending mission because superhero movies are constantly coming out every year and we're starting at the very beginning. So as long as this channel is alive, we're going to be doing this show, but this is a a project we've been wanting to do for a while. That's why we really haven't been doing superhero or comic book movie reviews uh, a lot on the channel. I mean, we did Sin City last week. If you haven't seen that, go check out our Sin City review. Um, that is on the list for that show, so we might have to skip that whenever we get to uh, it at some point. You can point. get Vernon's opinion. But exactly. That's going to be years from now, so maybe we, we can probably do like a re-review of it at some point yeah. with Vernon. Um, but that is definitely on the horizon. If anybody hasn't checked the intro out, go check that out on Instagram and uh, on Twitter. Um, but that'll be dropping here, here in the next maybe month or two, whenever we get the first episode recorded. Uh, but in the meantime, make sure to go check out all of our other content on the channel. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure to go check us out on Instagram and Twitter and wherever you get your podcasts, we're available pretty much everywhere. Drop us, drop in and leave us a good review and, uh, we'll see everybody next week.